In today's episode of How It Started, How It's Going, I interview Ashley Ingit Weaver. Ashley is a business coach who helps entrepreneurs scale their businesses. She started her own journey as an entrepreneur after getting laid off from her corporate engineering job. From this, she's realized that she loves helping others learn how to market their service, help them find the clients they want to work with, and ultimately grow their own success. She shares with us today what that looked like and how she overcame it. Ashley also shares with us how she utilizes what she's learned from working the different positions at her corporate job and how that has helped her in finding success with running her own business. We talk about self-care, the freedom of being an entrepreneur, outsourcing, and just how important it is to invest in yourself and in your business. I hope you enjoy this episode with Ashley and that it inspires you. If you're in the corporate workplace and you've always dreamt of being an entrepreneur and being your own boss, this episode is for you. You're going to love Ashley's journey and how she's found her purpose in helping others scale theirs. I want to welcome Ashley Ingot Weaver to the podcast today. She um, runs Ashley Ingot Weaver Coaching, and she's going to tell us her story of how it started. So before we jump into how it started, I actually want you to explain to our listeners like what you do, what is your business, and everything you have to offer. Well, thanks so much for having me on here, first of all. Um, I really appreciate it and I'm excited to be here. Um, so yeah, with my with my business and my coaching, I help people in their business. So what I help do, people do is to really learn how to market their business and their services so that they can generate more leads and of course, then have more clients because really everyone is so amazing at what they do. The problem usually lies in they cannot find clients to help them with their special gift. And that's where I come in. I love helping people connect how to showcase what they do and how to market their services so that people know that they are the person they want to hire. I love that. So would you say that you help more entrepreneurs that are beginners like finding their purpose and their niche or more like already established and looking to scale? Yeah. So I really only work now with established entrepreneurs just because they already know what they're good at. They already know like what they want to do and they know that, you know, they've worked with some clients so they know that they can get them great results. And that's where I can really help them like 10x their marketing. So when it comes to more newer entrepreneurs and they're trying to find, you know, what they're good at, what their skill sets are. I've kind of pivoted away from that point because it just is a longer process. And sometimes it's just a, you know, they need to go through the discovery of what they're good at, what they want to do, what they love, what they're passionate about. And, you know, I kind of take them after they've figured out all those things. That's when I can really help them with their marketing when they've figured out exactly what they want to do and how they want to help people. That is awesome. I love that. Okay. So I want to hear it from the top. 
obviously we're friends. I know your story, but I'd love for you to explain it for the listeners. Um, so let's just start from the beginning. Which beginning? I don't know how far back should we go here? <laughs> right? Um, the day you were born. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I think a good starting point would be because you didn't always want to be an entrepreneur, right? Well, actually, I kind of did. I had oh, you did. I, so my dad growing up, he kind of would take us through his ideas of what businesses he would like to start and what he would like to do. He never actually did it. Um, because he stayed in corporate his whole life, but those seeds were kind of planted in my mind and yeah. kind of thinking like how fun that would be. It wasn't until like college. And then I graduated with uh, my degree that when I got into corporate, I thought, well, I know I would love to be an entrepreneur. I don't know if that's possible for me. Also, I thought, you know, I need to wait till I'm probably 45, have a lot more experience, you know, kind of get to a place where that's more possible. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like little seeds that kept happening. And then like four, three, four years into corporate, that's when I was like, you know what? I think I could start a business a lot earlier than I thought, you know, way before the time I even turned 30. Yeah. So is that like coming from a place of maybe safety or fear, just wanting to wait until later when you felt more secure to start something? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I thought I needed to have like a million dollars in savings and, you know, I needed, cause I was single at the time. I, so I thought, well, I need to have a husband and a family so that, you know, we can, I can have my life kind of put together so I can kind of right. figure out this business thing. You know, I don't know what I would do without someone being able to help me along with it. So yeah, it was just, and I also thought the knowledge and experience, you know, I was like, I'm 25 who this was when the, the seeds started getting planted in my mind of like, maybe right. I could do it earlier, but I still struggled with the whole, you know, am I smart enough or knowledgeable enough that I could actually help someone with something and be really valuable to them? Yeah, absolutely. I totally understand that, especially with like the having your family and your husband. It's like, because it feels well, and I think it is at times like it's a huge risk. And it's, you know, kind of a leap of faith when you decide to like follow your dreams. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So you, I know you have a degree in engineering. Um, so after you finished college, did you start working corporate right away or what did that look like? Yeah, I started right away. got an internship with a company. It was a great company. And then right after I graduated, started working with them full time. So, um, I got to jump straight into it and it was a really good experience. I learned a lot. I got to make a lot of great connections. Um, you know, and it's really the backbone and the foundation for my business today, which is funny. So I know that really? God placed me there yeah. for that exact reason because I started doing um, business development roles. I started yeah. doing optimization roles. I was working with some of the executives and some of the VPs and presidents across the the globe for the company. And I learned so much about how to structure businesses, like important key pieces, um, you know, all the important aspects of a business that make it run. So that was really like my first, you know, official experience with, you know, making a business, growing a business. And it was so fun to see at that high level. And then I was going into optimization roles after that. And then, you know, I even went into a different job that was a sales role. So it really laid the foundation 
for, you know, where I am today with helping other people in their business. That is crazy. But I'm so glad that you brought that up too, because I know for me before I felt like I found like my purpose or my drive, um, I was very frustrated and I worked a lot of odd end jobs. And I think a lot of people do, they go through that path to get where they, you know, are going or end up. And I know for me, when I was in that moment, I was so frustrated and I was like, where I just felt like I was wasting my life. Right. But it's, I love that you say that because it's important to realize that like you are on the path that you are on for a reason and that it obviously it helped you ultimately with starting your own business. And you got to take what you learned at a corporate position and bring it to your, your entrepreneur journey. And I think that's amazing. Um, okay. So what does it look like? Like, how did you end up making the switch from corporate to entrepreneur? What did that leap of faith look like for you? That was really scary and like really just an up and down part of my life because I was at this point where I was at that job in my company and I decided, okay, I, I want out. I want to, you know, run my own business. I want to do my own thing, but I had no idea what I was going to do. I also was so scared of not having that stability of a paycheck coming in, not having, you know, a structured plan, not knowing exactly, you know, would I be successful? Would I not? You know, can I sh- can I do this? Should I do this? Is this responsible? I thought, am I throwing away my degree? You know, there's a lot of just like thoughts in my mind of, you know, is this what I should be doing or am I being, you know, kind of irresponsible? And so I don't know if I would have ever made the decision to leave on my own because of those thoughts running through my head. Yeah. So, which was why it was really amazing that we were going through layoffs. And I had decided that I, I told God, I was like, all right, you're going to make the decision for me. If I, I had told them it was the fourth round of layoffs. And I said, Hey, I'm raising my hand to get laid off, but I was secretly hoping they would say no. And so they said, well, we'll let you know and if it happens. And I said, okay, well, God, I'm going to leave this up to you. If you have me get laid off, then it's a sign to start my business, whatever it may be. <laughs> I have yeah. no idea still. <laughs> and if I don't get laid off, then it's a sign that I need to continue in the corporate path. And thank goodness. I mean, I could not make that decision myself because I was frozen in fear and I got laid off and I was like, all right. This is it. Like, yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, God gave me the sign. This is what I need to do. Oh my gosh. That sounds terrifying. (laughs) It was. It was. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? There's almost, I would think that there's a little bit of relief. I mean, either way, it's scary, right? But I would think there's a little bit of relief um, knowing that, you know, you put it in God's hands and He totally gave you the answer. <laughs> yes, he gave me exactly what I asked for, an answer, and it was relieving because I did finally feel like okay, I'm not in this limbo of should I or should I not anymore. I finally was like, all right, this is what I'm doing. This is the decision, and now I could start actually working towards something and start putting something together instead of just sitting there worrying, thinking, wondering. Yes, I totally get that. Okay. So what happens next in your story? Like, were you just the next day, you know, opened your business or like, what was the process, you know, the transition from corporate to entrepreneur? What did that look like? 
I wish I could say that it was super easy and like no <laughs> problems whatsoever, but the reality is I had no idea what I was doing. I had a couple of weeks where I thought, all right, I'm going to take it easy. Just kind of, you know, hang out. Um, thankfully I had a severance package, so I wasn't, you know, thinking I'm going to run out of money to pay my rent tomorrow. Right. Um, so what I ended up doing is traveling Asia. I went to Asia and I oh. thought <laughs> I'm going to travel for the next eight weeks figure out what is it that I want to do? What's my purpose? What's my passion? You know, I'm going to get a bunch of ideas and I'm just going to kind of like think and meditate on it. So I did that. And then I came back to the US and I still had nothing. And I was (laughs) kind of disappointed in myself because I thought the whole purpose, well, not the whole purpose, but part of the reason was, you know, make use of this time and then I'll come back ready to go and I'll be able to like go right away and start working on my business. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of ended up that the, you know, six months after that, well, no, I think it was five months because I was out of work for eight months total when I ran out of money and I, I stretched it as long as I could go. Oh gosh. Um, I was just like researching stuff online. I was trying to figure out what's the best business plan for me. What's, you know, what should I actually start working towards? Um, yeah. yeah. So then I had to go back to corporate because I was like, I got to pay my bills. I still don't have a solid, you know, business of what am I going to do? You yeah. know, what am I going to help people with and what do I want to do? So I went back to corporate and was there for six months. And then unfortunately that business went into bankruptcy. And oh, no. so was then I was the... laid off again. Oh gosh. Okay. So this was the job you had previously that you went yes, back that to? That was the sales job. Yeah. Okay. So I got some good sales training, which was (laughs) that wonderful piece there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that during that job is when I did start figuring out, Hey, starting a business is really hard. Like there's so many decisions. There's so many things to do. That's when I finally thought I want to help other people with this. I want to help people with their business and getting, getting started and launched. Um, So finally, five months after that is when I started getting my first paying clients. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a long road. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it does. It sounded like everything happened the way that it's supposed to, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's see, you figured out your purpose, which is helping other people start their businesses. Um, How many years have you been in business now at this point? It's officially been since 2017. So four years. Wow. Yes. That's a long time. That's something to be very proud of too, because you've been successful. Yeah. Which is not easy. (laughs) It's been super exciting. I've loved it. You know, it's a roller coaster sometimes. There's always things you don't expect to happen, but overall it's been so fulfilling and I love it. Yeah. So other than the obstacles of just getting started, right? Like transitioning from corporate to entrepreneur, actually starting your business, like what have been some of the biggest challenges that you've faced in starting your business? Like what I'm sure you, well, I feel like every entrepreneur has it is why I say I'm sure, but I'm sure you had those days where you were like, I'm going to quit. I mean, you literally said you went back to your corporate job. So that would be one time, but, um, did you just, did you have a couple days growing your business from the ground up where you were just like ready to kick the can and just call it? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know about fully kick the can, but there's definitely been like times where I was just stressed or, 
didn't know like the end goal or the vision. Um, or I just, you know, like last year, I think even getting my, I had, you know, some health issues come up and just had to kind of take some time where I didn't work as much or as hard in my business. And not that I ever wanted to quit my business, but I, you know, it's just like hard things that come up that you kind of need to navigate yeah. around and handle. Um, and I think that's going to happen for everyone. I'm sure I'll have another struggle next year and another struggle in five years. I mean, that's just life. Even if I was in corporate, that would right. happen. I mean, you can get a bad boss. You can have health issues while you're in corporate. You can have your car break down. You know, you can have family yeah. things happen. So it's, it's, it's part of life, right? And it's part of business. And right. it, it's happened several times for sure. And I don't think it's ever been where like, okay, I'm going to quit and I'm going to do this because my mindset has always been, this is what I want. I want to work from home. I want to work for myself. Yeah. Um, But there have been times where I've just thought, oh man, like it's just really tough right now or it's just really hard right now. I'm really stressed right now Um, for whatever reason, you know, relationship, you know, things or health things, you know, business things. There's all kinds of little things. Um, And it's just something that comes up and you just have to like navigate through. And I just tell myself when I'm in those situations, everything will be okay. Like you will get through this and you'll laugh about this later. Yes. I love that. (laughs) That's why I feel like that quote is popping into my head um, where it says, you know, you choose your heart, right? And I don't know why I'm thinking of weight loss when I hear that, but it's like, do you want to choose to continue, you know, being unhappy with your weight or do you want to work your ass off? You know what I mean? Like they're both hard. So which one would you rather do? Oh yeah. Um, That's so good. Yeah. I know. I love that. That one really resonated with me, but um, I love that you brought up like health issues and like things, maybe not, you know, directly related to business. Um, but they are important. Like that's something that I've learned a lot about this year is self-care and mindset is huge. Um, and so I kind of want to dive into that and just, you know, talk about how running your own business and how important it is to take care of your health and, you know, self-care. And because I think it's easy as entrepreneurs to do it 24 seven. And I think, especially in the beginning, you almost kind of have to. And I think it's really easy to get burned out. (laughs) So I guess um, since becoming an entrepreneur, how has that like taking care of yourself, you know, mind, body, and soul, like has that changed from when you worked at corporate or how does that factor into your, your entrepreneur journey? Yeah, I think you make such a good point that I think as entrepreneurs, it's so easy to work so much and work so hard. And I really think that comes from doing something that you're passionate about and love. Because I truly love what I do that I can just be sitting reading articles about, you know, business or about marketing, or I can just be sitting on a plane thinking about it. Or, you know, I can be on vacation thinking about like this thing that I want to do or implement or this new project I want to kick off because I love it and it's exciting to me and I love it. And so I think everyone at the beginning of their entrepreneur journey is working a ton. Like you said, you kind of almost have to at the beginning because it's not only something that you love, but you also need to actually make progress and move forward and start making money from your business. Otherwise, you can't 
you know, pay your right, bills right. kind of thing. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you're single, like I was back when I did, and I, you know, there was, I didn't have a husband to rely on, you know, to think, or, you know, maybe my family or, you know, I had some backup plans of like, what can I do if I run out of money? Right. But I was relying on myself. And so I would work a lot. Plus I loved it. Plus it was so interesting to me. And that combination, I think, can really lead to burnout for sure. Yeah. Whereas in corporate, it's like, yeah, you love it, but it's also pretty easy to unplug because mm-hmm. it's not yours. It's not like your project or your baby. So, yeah. you know, if I would go on vacation, it would be easy for me to be like, all right, not checking emails for the next 10 <laughs> days because I'm out, you know? Right. <laughs> and Absolutely. if you don't like your job, then that's even easier to do <laughs> yes. where you're like, I'm out of here, you know? So that work-life balance, I think, is much easier in corporate than as an entrepreneur. Because I think you have to force yourself to be like, all right, I'm taking this day off, no work. I'm taking this week off or you know, whatever it is. I'm yeah. taking this time off and I'm just devoting it to recharging and you know, doing whatever I need to do to emotionally, spiritually, or physically like recharge. Yeah. And I, I think... What's crazy is like something I learned regarding self-care and owning your own business is like, you know, like you said, it's exciting and it's something I'm so passionate about. So like, I didn't want to turn it off at some times, but you have to, to take care of yourself and to give yourself like that mental break. Um, And I think what I found in practicing self-care more often is like, I was actually better at my business once I did that. Is that, have you found that in your experience as well? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, It's counterintuitive, I feel like. like, It is. You're almost like, no, I got to keep working hard, hard, hard and push it, push it, push it. And it's like, no, I'm actually going to take a couple hours today and just free my mind of it as much as I love it. So hard to do that. Um, But yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I almost, I don't want to say instant results and I'm definitely not, you know, promising anything, but I feel like almost every time, like I was doing self-care yesterday and I was journaling like a gratitude list. And literally in the middle of that, one of my existing clients texted me and was like, Hey, someone was asking about a realtor. Like I just got a referral. And I was like, Oh, this stuff is like magic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it really is. It's like a weird concept that all right, yeah. you're good at what you do. You've got everything in place, but now you just need to like relax, take some time to like reflect and just, you know, focus on yourself. And then your business really does start growing at that point because I think mentally you're just more on top of it. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, God's just delivering opportunities seemingly out of nowhere. Um, yeah. You're just trusting the process and it really just works. So, but you do have to take care of yourself first for that to happen. Absolutely. Okay. So all this talk about taking care of yourself and I heard you just say the word relax and that makes me think of vacation. (laughs) (laughs) So I think what I want to jump into next is like, what, what freedoms, like what opportunities have you been enjoying You know, I think, again, everyone talks about becoming an entrepreneur. It's so hard. It's 24 seven, blah, blah, blah. We know it's hard, but let's, let's all talk about the elephant in the room as to why, why we're starting the entrepreneur journey and starting our own businesses is to be our own boss and to call the shots. So what opportunities and freedoms have, um, being your own business owner, like brought to you? 
What are you loving about it? It's just (laughs) so much now. Like it's just, it is just so rewarding now. Like I can't even tell you how many days of vacation I take each year now. (laughs) It's just incredible that I can book a flight whenever, you know, go wherever I can work from wherever. I mean, if I wanted to book a flight to, you know, Europe and just work for two of the weeks and then explore for two of the weeks, I can structure my work and my business to do that or just have, you know, structure my client calls to be on, you know, one specific day and then have like the rest of the time, you know, to kind of explore or relax or just be there, you know? And the flexibility is amazing. Like I feel so lucky and blessed to have this lifestyle. Um, And part of why I did this is because I knew that in the future, I wanted to be a stay at home mom, but Mm -hmm. I also didn't want to just only be a mom. And I love and respect, you know, everyone who wants to be only a stay at home mom. I also wanted to have some kind of, you know, passion project or something that I'm working on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's why I originally started my business because I wanted the flexibility. I wanted to be be able to stay at home. I still wanted to make an income and help contribute towards, you know, my my family's finances. And, you know, I just wanted the flexibility, like the options. And who knows, maybe in 20 years, I, you know, won't be doing my business, although I completely doubt it. <laughs> I absolutely love my business. But yeah, you know, I just love the flexibility and I love everything that it has to offer. And you know, anytime an opportunity pops up, I'm always the first one who's like, yeah, let's do it. Totally. Like I can do that for sure. You yes. know, I, all I want to do is keep in mind my, my self-care, right? I don't want to be constantly traveling. Um, but I love the flexibility that my business offers me for sure. Yes. I hear you. I think it's totally worth it as well to, to work a little bit harder in the beginning to have that freedom later on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay. So speaking of later on, I kind of want to talk about like the future a little bit. Um, but I'm trying to decide because I also kind of wanted to jump back a little bit and ask you, so you've been in business for five years, I think you said earlier. Um, yes. Officially okay. <laughs> five, but then I went back to the corporate and then came back. So it was kind of four years since 2017. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I think my question is, was there a moment in that first four or five years, um, where you kind of felt like you could breathe a little bit? Like, you know, I know, like you said earlier with the struggles, there's always going to be something. And I completely agree with you there. Um, but was there ever a moment where you felt like it was a little bit easier in terms of just that, like you got the hang of it and you, you got it, the ball rolling. Did you ever have that moment in your business? Yeah, definitely. It was when I switched from kind of doing hourly work in my business or like small projects and I switched to doing client work. And then at the same time, I really honed in on my marketing and I really learned how to market my services and it was when I hit that my first, I went from, you know, a couple thousand each month, you know, up, mm-hmm. up and down. And then I hit my first five figure month. And awesome. that was just the feeling where I knew, okay, proof of concept, you know, I got that. Also, it's like, all right, I hit five figures. I know it's possible. Um, you know, this is totally a viable business, something that people need help with. I can continue doing this and I can keep growing. And this is just the beginning. 
So, yeah. you know, I, it, that was just like the time period where I thought, okay, I'm really doing this. I'm a hundred percent in, cause I think I even had like thoughts at the time of, you know, cause people were asking like, Oh, is this really what you want to do for the rest of your life? You know? Right. And so like, I kind of had these thoughts from other people coming into my mind of, you know, should I be, I still had the, you know, am I being irresponsible kind of thoughts, you know, all that. Right. And when that happened, I was like, no, I'm a hundred percent in, I'm doing this. I'm never going back to corporate. And then getting that sort of income boost. That's when I was like, yes, this is happening. Like, I'm going to be very successful. Like, give me another five years and it's going to be crazy, you know? <laughs> yes. No, I love that. And I don't know that there is a better assurance than income. <laughs> right. Just to make that kind of money, you know, a significant amount of money to give you that comfort and just knowing that like, okay, I can do this and I'm just getting started and I'm killing it. <laughs> yeah. It's a I great love that. validation for sure. Yes. <laughs> a little boost of encouragement and just like, all right, Ashley, take off. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So looking forward, I don't know if you want to do five years, 10 years out. I mean, what does your business look like? Oh, wow. Man, like, I haven't even... That's probably <laughs> terrible. I haven't thought like even 10 years out, but... I know at least the next couple of years, I'm going to be like fully implementing like my team, um, having full, two full-time members, yeah. um, aside from my virtual assistant, and then really having two, you know, two or three different kind of programs that people can enter into. And me mainly only doing the coaching and mm-hmm. part of the marketing. And because that's what I love is working with my clients, doing the coaching you know, doing, being involved with the marketing still, because I, that's my main, you know, what I love doing. Yeah. Um, but really removing myself from a lot of the other processes and pieces of my business. So, um, you know, I'm going to be hiring these people and even part-time people within the next couple of years, I've already hired, um, you know, two people part-time, but eventually I'm going to be growing them into full-time members. So I'm really excited about that. Yes. Um, just being able to scale and grow from there. Um, yeah. It makes me so excited. Yes, that sounds exciting. And actually, I think that's something that a lot of people don't do or don't even think about is outsourcing when they're growing and building their business. Um, and I don't know if that's a generational thing because I feel like, you know, our parents, um, I feel like my dad runs his own business. Um, I worked for a lady that owned a med spa and it's like they, for whatever reason they held back and they didn't, they didn't want to hire people to help them, which I think what I'm learning, that's, I don't think that's the right move, you know, like there's nothing wrong with it, but I just think if you're wanting to scale, like you said, it's like, you've got to be able to find the right people and hire them and continue to grow because otherwise it's just, there's only so much one person can do. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah. So I also love that you're talking about marketing because, you know, I have a marketing degree. I'm the creative, you know, that's my favorite thing as well. Um, And it's really interesting when I started real estate, everybody I talked to was like, you shouldn't spend a dollar on marketing. Not your first year. Like, and I, I didn't understand that. I did it because everybody was saying that. 
But now that I'm in, I think I'm starting my third year and I've been doing a lot with marketing and I don't, I don't understand why they say to don't do that in the beginning. So it sounds like you're a very firm believer in marketing as well. And has that made a huge impact on growing your business? Yeah. And you know, I'm not really sure what, you know, they meant by don't spend a dollar in marketing. Um, because if I were, if I was someone, I would spend money on marketing. As soon as you know what you're doing, your services you provide and you have a clear path of like what you're doing there. Yeah. Then the next thing is like, you have to figure out your marketing and maybe they mean like, don't spend any money on like paid advertising, like ads or something, because I can understand that. Um, if you don't know what you're doing and you barely understand like your services or, you know, how you help people or how to use that marketing platform, then yeah, it's, it's not going to make sense. But, you know, if you, at, at the very least, you need to purchase a kind of marketing program or, Mm -hmm. you know, anything along those lines, if you have no understanding of marketing, like you have to gain the knowledge, like that's going to be a key piece to your business's success. Yeah, I completely agree. I love marketing. And I feel like with social media, it's like there is there is so much free marketing available to take advantage of. So I just... I don't know. I thought that was really weird. But I'm glad that you brought it up because I think marketing is very important. So yeah. I mean, at the very least, if you're still in your corporate job, like go buy a book, go pick up a book and just read in your spare time. I mean... That's going to be a $10 well spent. Like put (laughs) that $1 into that book. Even if you don't (laughs) fully know your business, you know, like at that point, it's only $10, like start learning it, you know? Yeah, actually, that's a really good point too. Um, Investing in yourself, right? Like I'm sure that you, when you were getting started, um, did you hire a coach or did you do classes or training or like, how did you invest in yourself and your business in the beginning? Yeah. So when I was in the first laid off period, that eight months where I went to Asia and then came back, mm-hmm. the fr- I, I was trying to do everything on my own, Googling, you know, all these things. And I got to a point where I was like, I need some help. You know, I don't, I'm not making, even though I'm working all day long, I'm not making any progress. Yeah. And so <laughs> I invested in a, course for $2,000. And that to me was insane. I had at that point, I had only purchased a car, which was a huge investment. And Mm -hmm. my next biggest investment at that point, I think was an iPad or maybe it was a computer. And so (laughs) this course was more than a computer or my iPad, which was like the biggest things I had ever purchased. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy to me that I'm doing this, but I just knew like I had to start getting help. I needed like something to move forward. And I also was not making any money. I was living off of my severance. And I was like, I need this $2,000. Like rent and bills. Like, you know, this is like a whole month of like me being able to live. But yeah, at the end of the day, you have to like, yeah. No, if I bootlegged it all myself and just did it myself and tried to Google everything, it would have taken me 10 times as long to get to where I am today. Like I would still be making less than six figures. I'm sure like, you know, struggling through it, just working day in and day out and investing in myself allowed me to fast track my progress and my success in my business and allowed me to not burn out, you know, whether the investing was in myself, my knowledge or investing in having some part-time help or just like contracting out some work. 
it was all worth it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad that you shared that piece because I feel like that's something else that people don't really think about either, myself included. Like, I feel like my in my journey in the beginning, I didn't even think about outsourcing or investing. Like, I was just in my head, I was thinking, oh, entrepreneurs, like they do everything, they do it all, they work, you know, a million hours a week, and it just happens one day. And it's that's not the case. I mean, it does happen one day. But yeah, I think the people that make it quicker and bigger, they're outsourcing, they're investing, they're hiring coaches, they're doing whatever to get to that point, to reach that success. Because you can't do it all on your own. I mean, you could, but why would you want to do that when you have the resources available to you? (laughs) Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, you definitely could. I just think it would take years and years and you would probably end up burning out several times throughout that time where maybe you would end up quitting and just saying, this isn't worth it with my business at all. I mean, who knows? Like, I do think that for myself where if I hadn't gotten help that I needed, I probably would have thrown the towel and been like, no, this is too hard. Like, I can't do this forever. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So kind of wrapping up here, I would love to hear if you had one piece of advice to give to listeners, what would it be? Hmm, just one. Is this about their <laughs> business or life or just in general? Man, this is this is yeah, broad. I know that's very vague. Um, you know, just being an entrepreneur and starting your business, or I mean, I would imagine listeners are either on that path already, or maybe they're still at the corporate job thinking about quitting. I don't know. <laughs> I just I guess yeah. if you had somebody in the beginning of your journey to say one thing to you, to just keep you going, keep you motivated? Like what would it have been? I think then it would be, don't listen to people who have, who are not doing what you want to do. Um, Because I think I wasted a lot of time, a lot of stress, emotional energy, really taking in and listening to people's opinions and thoughts and fears that they were projecting onto me. Mm-hmm. about, you know, like, should you do this? Are you, you know, are you throwing away your degree? Um, is that possible? Is there a big enough market for this? Is this even something that's viable? And I would, I knew that, yes, I can do this. I can do all this. But just hearing those people who I was close to, or even some right. people who I wasn't close right. to, kind of, you know, interject and project their fears of like, are you sure you can do this? It definitely took a toll mentally on me that I'd have to like, build myself back up of like, no, get your confidence back up. You're fine. You can do this. And it would have just been better, especially at the beginning, not to tell anyone what I was doing while I was doing it and just keep it a secret because I was not strong enough. Now, if someone said that to me, I, you know, brush it off. Who cares? Like it doesn't affect me whatsoever. (laughs) But at that point I was just so fragile and, you know, coming off of a layoff, you know, I didn't need to be hearing any of this from other people. So that would be my biggest advice is like, don't listen to people who haven't, who aren't doing what you want to do and don't understand what you want to do. Yes. I love that. And I completely agree because yeah, if they aren't doing or haven't done what you want to do, then they have no idea what it's like and they don't, you know, and I also think it's interesting when people share their opinions, um, you know, with your dreams and goals. And it's like, 
I don't even think they fully understand what you're doing to get there. You know what I mean? Like, so I completely agree with you. I think people that are outside and it's, it's hard too, because like you said, those are people that are close to you. It's likely close friends and family that you're sharing your dreams and your visions with. And it's hard to hear it, you know, whatever they have to say about it. And it's like, I'm doing it either way. So you can just shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So what I would love for you to share next is like where listeners can follow you. Um, I know you're on social. I don't know if you want to share a website, if you have an email newsletter or just shameless plug. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to head to ashleyengit.com, you can find me there. You'll find my Instagram and Facebook there. Um, and that's ashleyengit.com. Um, and I have gotten married, just everything hasn't flipped over yet. So I'm Ashley Ingot Weaver on my Instagram and Facebook. So that is me when you do go search. But yeah, you can get plugged into my email list on my website. You can find my Instagram. Um, and then you can search for me on Facebook there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. I've really enjoyed our conversation and I'm just as a friend of yours, I'm so happy for you and your success. Like you are killing it. Um, and I love everything that you're doing and yeah, I appreciate you sharing all of your wisdom today on the podcast. (laughs) Thanks so much. I loved like talking to you today and I'm so thankful for our friendship and I love how we're both on this entrepreneurial path and you're killing it in real estate. And, <laughs> you know, I'm killing it in the coaching world and I love it. I love having similar friends that we can, you know, experience this amazing life together with. Yes. It's all about vibes, right? Like it high is. level, we're up leveling. We're just going up and forward. That's it. There's no other way. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of How It Started, How It's Going with Ashley. If you liked this episode or any other episode that I've posted, please feel free to give me a five-star review. Leave a comment if you'd like to. I'd love to hear any feedback that you're willing to share with me. You can find Ashley's information in the show notes for this episode. I'll have her website and her socials linked. You can also find more about me and what I'm working on. My blog, the podcast, resources I'm sharing, as well as working with me, partnering with me. Find all of this information on my website at kristenwestfall.com. And you can find me on social media at Kristen Westfall on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. I will also have these linked in the show notes. Have a great week and do something inspiring today. Mm